You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. Or you can get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago here on WNDZ, 750 AM, Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Teresi. Mark, that was a wonderful first heartwarming half hour. Yes, as a parent, to listen to those young ladies and the life lessons that they've learned already at such a young age, very heartening. And the dedication of the, the principal, Aaron, and, and also Corey, kindergarten as a teacher. kindergarten teacher, it, it, it's an endorsement of Catholic schools and why they make a difference here in Chicago, but also um, in people's lives. And now we then go from St. Ferdinand's Grammar School to St. Mary of the Lake Mundelein Seminary to the other end of the spectrum. The month-long centennial celebration, the University of St. Mary of the Lake Mundelein Seminary continues into 2022. Some upcoming events of interest are the 2022 Albert Cardinal Meyer Lecture Feature Series, Bishop Robert Barron, Auxiliary Bishop of the Archdiocese of L.A., and founder of Word on Fire, the Centennial Holy Hour for Vocations Tour. With us this half hour will be Father John Carchi, the rector of, of St. Mary of the Lake Mundelein Seminary University, and Peggy Pandeleone, who's also with us. So, Father John Carchi and Peggy, welcome to the program this morning. How are you both doing? Great, thanks. Hi. How are you, John? Good morning. Good, good, good well. to see good you. To be with you. How are things up there at Mundelein? No, they're good. little snow last night, but uh, everything's moving along well as we get into this new semester. How many deer have you seen this morning? <laughs> <laughs> uh, more than I care to mention. When the snow yeah. falls, they get really close to the building, so you oh, turn wow. the corner and they ambush you. <laughs> now, ironically, when I was at Mundelein Seminary, entered in 75, class of 79, John, in those four years... And I used to walk the grounds often, being a big bird watcher, would walk way, way in the back. In four years, I saw one deer. Really? One deer oh in four years. And I was in the backwoods by the golf course, by the lake, way in the back, taking, uh, creating paths way deep. Never saw a deer. One day I walked out. I, I was up there for a long 15 years. And one day I walked out, 14 deer in the main circle. 14. So 14 of them. Yeah, so they moved. From when you were there, the yeah. whole families moved in. <laughs> they sure have. And now, Peggy, you've been with the uh, seminary for how many years? I've been on the Board of Advisors for uh, three years. <clears throat> and Word on Fire, how long, Peggy, since its inception, 13, just well, about? 13, 13 years on Word on Fire. The lucky number 13. <laughs> lucky. Mm-hmm. Now, are you, are you from Chicago, Peggy? Yeah, I live um, in the northern suburbs. It's a classic story. Peggy, A little, could you share just a little bit of your story of how you got involved uh, with Word on Fire? Because it's a classic Catholic story about volunteering. 
Well, um, I actually, it started with uh, some Bible study in the 90s, um, an ecumenical Bible study, and then I brought that to our parish, and I was very, my faith was transformed by getting into the Word, and I started to be very passionate about adult formation, uh, because I had been Catholic all my life, and had been a pretty faithful Catholic, but I was on a plateau, and that really took me up into a much higher level of uh, connection with the Lord and with the Church. So I was uh, at St. Mary's in Lake Forest, and our associate pastor, Father Steve Gruneau, who is now the CEO of Word on Fire, was my spiritual director, and he was working with um, then Father Barron on putting Word on Fire together, uh, starting to raise money to film the Catholicism series, and he just asked me if I could come and help out with uh, selling, you know, marketing and selling uh, books and videos and things, because I have a corporate background in consumer products uh, marketing, so... Anyway, I started as a volunteer for a couple years, and then uh, the ministry grew, and um, Catholicism was a very strong uh, hit, kind of a very strongly received, and I started working pretty much primarily on developing adult formation programs with Bishop Barron's videos and other theologians ready commentary and, and bringing those out we probably have our programs in over four or five thousand parishes in in the country and um some internationally too beautiful so beautiful it all now, came from you know little bibles well my manicurist actually <laughs> i was getting a manicure once she goes oh we were talking about the lord a little bit and she's like oh i have this bible study i'm in you probably would like it so you know never hesitate to mention you know, good things to to people because that I, I wouldn't be in this role today if it weren't for her. What's well, very Beautiful. interesting is you know Bishop Bob Barron has got his uh, legendary former rector at the uh, University of the Lake Mundelein Seminary. Now, John, you were ordained at Mundelein Seminary in what year? Two thousand two. Okay, I'm nineteen seventy nine, so I'm I'm much 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 older than you. <laughs> much and uh, yeah, stress much there. And and I, I first of all the fact that the seminary is celebrating one hundred years, which is phenomenal. Now you won't remember mm-hmm. this, John, but back in nineteen eighty nine in the summer I did a one hour documentary for CBS television on uh the church in Chicago and also connected with the seminary system. And we interviewed a Father Alexander Thane, who was then the pastor emeritus of Saint Anne's in Barrington. He was part of the first class ordained in September of 1926. Wow. And I have it on film through CBS television. And he was marvelous. At that point, he was 89 years old uh, in 1989. And after we completed the documentary, he died about a year later. But he's just reminiscing about the seminary. So in this whole year-long 100th anniversary, what strikes out for you right now in some of the historical data because the bridge which comes out from the seminary, the magazine, I read cover to cover and just really enjoy the last issue with some of the history 
of the University of St. Mary of the Lake Mundelein Seminary. What really hits you as you look at the whole history of the seminary in Chicago? Yeah, and um, thank you for that. And I'd really uh, tie it back to what you were saying about Father Thane in a way, because I just find as I walk the campus, and externally at least, it still looks very much as it did, you know, 100 years ago, some changes. But there's that sense of those who've been here, you know, before. But for me, the it's impossible to think about the 100 years here without thinking about the last 100 years in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and for the last you know, 25 years or so with dioceses all over the country. Um, the legacy of this place isn't so much in the, the bricks and mortar, although that's a wonderful testimony. Uh, it's in all those uh, thousands and thousands of priests and, and now laymen and women who go through the lay ministry training programs that are just touch points. And I often say to the students, because we are the diocesan seminary, there is not one centimeter of the Archdiocese of Chicago that we don't have some sort of footprint in. Um, and so to go out and, and talk to people, talk to the old timers, talk to those who remember the, the priests who've gone before, um, because the history of this great Archdiocese really is the history of Mundelein. And you can't celebrate one without celebrating the other. Now I'll even give another story, and that is uh, my first pastor, as a young priest, Father George Kane, from the Church of the Holy Spirit in Schomburg. Uh, George just turned 96. He's the third mm-hmm. oldest priest in the Archdiocese from the class of 1951. His mind is sharp. He really enjoyed his years as a seminarian from 1944 until 51 uh, ordination class. And he's now been retired for 26 years. I just had dinner with him on Saturday. He reminisces about the seminary. So, John, there is a priest whose mind is sharp. If you need some history, George would be terrific to go back to the 30s and 40s era from the mm-hmm. class of 1951. Was he on the faculty? At- yes, he was. In yeah. fact, he was uh, from 1966 to 1972. Bishop, then his rector, Father Gorman, recruited Father George Kane to be on the formation faculty back from 66 to 72. Now, you know, going back for a minute, uh, Peggy, you seem to have be, you really seem to be on fire with the work of the seminary and Word on Fire. Uh, how has it touched and changed your life, Peggy? Well, the seminary <clears throat> has a special place in my heart <clears throat> because I have gone there for years for retreats and things with our parish. And uh, it came together when Bishop Barron was rector, you know, my work at Word on Fire and uh, the seminary. And I, <clears throat> I just feel that I've had the privilege of, of being with great priests all my life, especially uh, in the last 13 years with Bishop Barron and Father Karchi and uh, the the just wonderful formation that I've received through my work at Word on Fire and through the relationships I have at the seminary. I really have, you know, it sounds kind of like a cliche, but I've gained so much more than I've given. It's, it's just been um, a great gift to have that close relationship with such a marvelous 
you know, institution as Mundelein and, you know, a powerful uh, apostolate and word on fire. Peggy, tell them about your window. Oh, well, Bishop Barron, in fact, when he comes in March, uh, we're having a luncheon for 225 people that uh, he will be speaking at, and he's going to give a tour of the St. John Paul II Chapel, which is in the theology residence, which is uh, private. You know, it's where the men are living. So it's their own private chapel. But Bishop Barron felt very strongly that he wanted to upgrade the chapel and make it really a place of beauty, of heavenly beauty, for the men to have their their own uh, time in prayer. So while he was rector, he um, launched a campaign to renovate the chapel and as part of that, they changed all the windows to stained glass. And there's a thing, you know, each window is a, a one saint that was particularly strong in evangelization. So uh, he he did that, and uh, my husband and I donated uh, for the St. Paul window because we did it in honor of each of our mothers. My mother has always loved St. Paul, and if I had been a boy, that would have been my name. <laughs> and by the way, I took the name Paul for my confirmation name back in fourth grade. Mark, take us to break. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're having a wonderful conversation talking about the centennial celebration of the University of St. Mary Lake, Mundelein Seminary with Father John Carchi, the rector, Peggy Pantaleone, who's on the board at Mundelein. Also a tremendous um, support and energy behind Word on Fire supporting Bishop Barron. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hopefully we'll talk a little bit about how people can get involved at Mundelein in these celebrations. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. Join Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of the Chicago for an exclusive preview well trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. 
To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarian fund or call 312-534-7959. Join Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago for an exclusive preview night of the 2022 Chicago Auto Show. It's First Look for Charity on Friday, February 11th at the Cormac Place. By choosing Catholic Charities as your charity beneficiary, you'll have access to our private pre-event reception featuring cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, live entertainment, and our always spectacular raffle. Our special guest and MC will be NBC reporter and anchor Lauren Petty. Plus, you'll be free to sample an array of amazing food and beverages from local businesses throughout the auto show. Your ticket also entitles you to a chance to win one of two brand new vehicles in a drawing on the main floor. This is a black tie only event, so get ready for a spectacular evening. Seeing the auto show in glamorous style for a great cause. Proceeds from the Catholic Charities Reception benefit our programs and services in Cook and Lake Counties. To purchase tickets, visit catholiccharities.net slash first look. We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM, on your dial, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Father John Carchi, the rector of Mundelein, USML, Mundelein Seminary, and Peggy Pantaleone, who is a member of the board of advisors at Mundelein, but also involved with Bishop Robert Barron, Word on Fire. John, question. You had mentioned before about the campus, beautiful campus. My experience up there was anytime you brought someone to campus, they said the same thing. This is really a sacred place. They feel that in terms of their involvements. So in the, with the celebration of the centennial, um, what kinds of things are you planning that will bring people to, especially COVID, this COVID environment is is a bugaboo for us, but uh, what are you, how are you bringing people up to campus? Sure, well, the, uh, the primary way really is just the ability to reopen campus for visitors. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, year round, any day of the week, basically business hours, nine to five, uh, folks are welcome here just to walk the grounds, as you said. Um, if they haven't been here for a while, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, we've been able to add uh, a number of prayer experiences. There's some new shrines around the lake, um, some upgrades. There's a beautiful prayer garden dedicated to Cardinal George. And I don't want to interrupt you, but right good the... parking, good parking. Yeah, that's right, good parking. Uh, so very accessible. Um, we have uh, coming up uh, May crowning an annual event. Again, we had to put that online last year, so uh, that'll be... Uh, once again, in all its glory here on campus, and that will have a centennial uh, you know, flavor to it. Um, our annual uh, celebration of Mundelein, it's a, a gala event, again, was all virtual last year, but we'll be able to celebrate that in person. Uh, that's on April 21st um, downtown, but it will be really celebrating the centennial. So both uh, the campus itself and then 
the priesthood throughout the Archdiocese of Chicago, uh, we're asking parishes to consider inviting their, their pastors as special guests for that event. Um, sign up for all that is on the website. Another thing we've been doing that I've really been very, um, very pleased with is the historic monstrance that was used in the 1926 a Eucharistic Congress uh, in Chicago. Uh, people may have seen the picture, Soldier Field was packed uh, with the mass. It's hard to imagine today. Uh, and then they brought that monstrance all the way up to Mundelein for a uh, adoration and Eucharistic procession. So we have that monstrance here on campus. And what we've been organizing is a series of holy hours for vocations at parishes all across the archdiocese. So uh, the parish just lets us know they'd like to host one of these holy hours. We bring the monstrance out to them, uh, and they're able to uh, celebrate adoration in their parish, really with a focus of gratitude for the history of the seminary and with an eye towards uh, drawing new vocations into the Lord. And again, on the website, uh, usml.edu, anyone can find a list of those upcoming uh, vocation uh, holy hours. And I'd encourage you, if it comes to your parish or a parish nearby you, uh, to consider coming out and praying for vocations. Now, John, before I ask Peggy a question about evangelization with Bishop Robert Barron, I need to ask you this. You are an outstanding homilist, speaker, writer, very bright. The seminarians love you, um, faculty, well-known in the Archdiocese. Your years as rector at the seminary, what has the seminary these years taught you? Not so much what you've been teaching others, which is a lot, but in a very humble way, what has the seminary taught you these last years? Yeah, I can answer that one in a heartbeat. Uh, it's just the glorious variety of the Holy Spirit at work. Uh, I never cease to be surprised, and that's in the diversity of the students who come here, uh, as I said earlier, from all over the country, um, what they're bringing, their experience of church, there's any number of international students, but it's also the fire of the Holy Spirit out in parishes. Um, you know, people hear me talk endlessly about parish ministry. We are a, a diocesan seminary, and so, you know, you can visit two parishes that are just separated by uh, a mile or two and notice an extraordinary variety uh, let alone across the, the breadth and width of the Archdiocese of Chicago. Uh, and so just seeing, you know, obviously we're dealing with tough times uh, as a country in various ways. Certainly in the church, there are struggles that we're dealing with. Um, but that constant presence of the Holy Spirit being a source of inspiration, a source of challenge, um, you know, to not shy away from some of the challenges that we face, but uh, there's never a dull moment, and I don't mean that simply in terms of fixing leaky roofs or something. <laughs> uh, I well, from mean, one rector to another. <laughs> yeah, in the awe and wonder of the Holy Spirit at work. That is a great answer. Now, Peggy, you seem to be on fire with the word on fire. Let's <laughs> uh, just speak for a moment about Bishop Pro, uh, Barron's program, the word on fire. You said it's in three, four, or 5,000 parishes. Say more about that. Sure. Um, I just want to add one thing to what Father Karchi said. Uh, when you talked about bringing people to campus, you know, that's a, a wonderful open invitation that the seminary has been nurturing for quite a long time. But Father Karchi is really uh, built 
the evangelical character of of the priesthood by bringing the seminary out to the parishes with the uh, teaching program and with this monstrance, the historical monstrance that's rotating among the parishes. I mean, the motto is, you know, we form parish priests, and as Father Karchi said earlier, it's the men and the in the archdiocese and around the country that have become, you know, strong um, strong mouthpieces for Christ, strong evangelists, strong preachers, and lovers of people through their training at Mundelein. So it, it's not so much about the campus as it is about, you know, the, the parishes and bringing uh, the unity between the parishes and, and Mundelein Seminary. Uh, Bishop Barron is obviously a strong you know, believer in evangelism, and it's like the church, you know, doesn't have a mission. It is a mission to evangelize. Word on Fire was founded to evangelize the culture through the media. So a, a little specific piece of the church's mission. And um, we have many different ways of doing that. Uh, we have, you know, these formation programs that go into parishes, and you can even do home studies, uh, and we have it all digitally, so, you know, there's wonderful content. We have a new, it's a four- or five-year-old um, arm of the ministry called the Word on Fire Institute, which is a training ground for individuals. It's an individual learning platform online for people to grow in stronger discipleship or learn how to be evangelists, really take the faith out. I mean, Catholics in general are not very comfortable uh, with the idea of going out to others with our faith. Peggy, I need to uh, cut cut this off here. We are literally out of time. I wish we could keep going for another half hour. So I want to thank in a very special way Father John Carchi, the rector of the University of St. Mary of the Lake Mundelein Seminary, for joining us along with Peggy Pandeleon. Both John and Peggy have been outstanding guests. You're doing a great, marvelous work in the seminary, both John, Peggy, and many, many others. So thank you and God bless you. Special thanks to our producer engineers, Vince Girasoli and Javi Garcia, for their great work today. Without you, we wouldn't be on the air. Special thanks to co host Mark Teresi. May God bless all of you. Be safe this week. We pray for the end of COVID-19, and we pray for world peace. God bless. Great day. Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.